0: You're listening to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. You've read the stories of the drivers and others involved in the sport that we all love. Now hear their stories firsthand via our all-new podcast to find out how their passion for motorsports has made life worth living. Happy Hollandaise. Uh oh, he's drinking my already. Happy Hollandaise. <laughs> it's such a good sauce, is, a it good sauce. is it not? Good. And well, this time of year, it's good on just about anything. Let me tell you what, you put that thing on a fried chicken sandwich from the golden skillet, it is the best thing on the planet. All right. You
1: can tell he already hit it up for Thanksgiving. God knows what's going happen to Christmas. Been
0: going since <laughs> they ain't even stopping. Leftovers my foot, that's just called good eating. Welcome to the latest edition of Behind the Wheel. Uh, we want to thank our recent guest, 2017 SEMA Battle of the Builders, winner and owner of awesome... Custom automotive shop, Rad Rides. Troy Trempanier, his 1929 Ford Model A Tudor sedan. That thing was so cool. I went and checked out even more pictures of it online. Mm -hmm. Messaged him. Haven't heard back.
1: I was hoping he might put that under my Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, he's not going to let me have it. I know he's not going (laughs) to let me have it. Probably because the subject of the email that I sent to him said, let me have it. (laughs) I don't even think he opened it. Um, But, you know, last episode, we did a really good job Mm -hmm. of talking about some of the kick-ass machines that are out there.
1: Oh man. But this episode,
0: we're going to get back to what makes this sport great. We're going to get down to some championship drivers, and I'm excited about today's show. Tell me who we got coming.
1: We have the top, and I mean the top NHRA drivers, the championships 2017. If you didn't see who won the championships in the 2017 NHRA, You're missing out. We've got every single champion. We've got Brittany Force, Top Fuel. So awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Chris can't stop talking about it. I'm going to
0: propose to her later on.
1: Oh, Lord. I think she'll turn him down. Hopefully she'll go easy on him. I got a (laughs) ring. It's not a gorgeous one. I'm just saying, girls. Sorry. Uh, We got Robert Height, who blew a funny car. I mean, I really didn't see him coming. Where did he come from?
0: He came came right from Force Racing is where he came from. That's
1: right. We also have... The legendary Bo Butner who's going to join us on the show, and let me tell you, he is going to be hysterical, so everybody just hang on because this is going to be a great show.
0: We're going to have a lot of fun. You know, I think we're going to talk to Robert first, Yes, Top Gun, um, who just had a fantastic finish to the year. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a good best beginning, but as as we're going to find out, that don't really matter, does it?
1: No, it comes all down to the end, and you know... All three drivers I selected to win the championships didn't even win. So you can't pick it from the beginning. You can only pick it from the end.
0: Well, we're gonna pick it right now. Just not. Don't pick your nose.
1: <laughs> I don't do that. That's what you do. It <laughs> is what I do. You
0: bless your heart. You gotta stand here and stare at me two digits deep in the nostril. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy day. All right. So let's get Robert on the phone. I'm excited about this one. We got some championship racing. Championship conversations right here on Behind the Wheel. Hang on, let's get Robert on the phone. All right, and it does look like we got Robert on the phone. Good old Top Gun. I'm excited about talking to you, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. By the way, how was your Thanksgiving?
2: It was great. Yep, it was really good. Mm -hmm. Everything, uh, probably, you know, the best Thanksgiving in a long time. Uh, Had a lot to be thankful for.
0: Good. Yeah, let me tell you what. This has been one of those years where I I feel like it's kind of come full circle a little bit. The, the years have gotten a little bit better, and definitely things are better this year than they have been in years past. I mean, maybe that's just me. I don't know.
1: No, I agree, eh? especially for Robert, considering he finally uh, got over his drought.
0: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, now, come on now. Now, Robert, come on now. Look, you can't, you can't just let that one sit there.
2: Come on, <laughs> you know, Epic. That, uh, we've uh, definitely turned things around, and it's, this has been a, an unbelievable year. Speaking of, tell us about the
0: NHRA series finale at Auto Club Raceway. How did that turn your season around, man?
2: <clears throat> well, that was that was probably the most stressful weekend I've ever had racing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: we roll into Pomona as the points leader in the Funny Car class
3: mm-hmm. and
2: uh didn't get qualified the first day.
3: Mm-mm.
2: And I really wasn't worried about it. And then go into Saturday Q3, don't get qualified, mm-hmm. now I'm starting to worry. And uh, But you still have faith in your team. You always believe in yeah. them, that they're going to fix it the next run, and you know we wouldn't be in the position we are with leading the points if you didn't have great guys and a great team. So <clears throat> anyway, it, uh, it was crazy and ended up having to pedal the car, Q4, mm-hmm. to get in the number 15 spot. Oh mm-hmm. man! Our worst qualifying effort of the entire season.
0: Now, did so somebody now, on your like, team? Okay. And, and I'm sorry, Robert. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I always got to ask this because you know management hits us with this all the time. Did somebody on your team say, "We have a plan, stick to the plan"?
2: Yeah, you know what? It was kind of funny. No one, no one said anything. They just knew what what had to be done. They knew their jobs. They kept their nose down, and you know. Didn't get negative, didn't get down, mm-hmm. just uh, kept forging ahead and believed in each other.
0: That's the and difference.
2: That's, that's it is. Yeah, they. It was. It was amazing to watch them. And, but going into Sunday morning, you know, you still have a, a points lead, mm-hmm. and you know you've got to go round for round with Ron Caps.
3: Yeah,
2: and we were on. We were on uh, the same side of the ladder, so it wasn't going to go to the final. But Mm -hmm. it was possible to get to the semis and race him to the championship. So, but here we are 15th. So we're racing a a hitter first round, number two qualifier, Tim Wilkerson. Mm -hmm. And totally didn't sleep Saturday night. It was like, (laughs) oh, my God. But you still believe, still believe in your team. You still believe, okay, qualifying didn't go the way we wanted. But, Mm -hmm. you know, all year we've never went five runs in a row without making a good run. So, right. okay, well qualifying's behind us. They will fix this thing for first round. And sure enough, they did. Um, we were low ET first round mm-hmm. and first pair. So now I had to wait till I think like sixth pair to see what Ron caps was going to do. Was he going to win mm-hmm. and match us? And then, okay, the pressure's still on. You go to second round mm-hmm. and, uh, luckily for us, uh, Ron caps, smoked the tires and mm-hmm. it was over. Uh, Del Worsham, my good friend, mm-hmm. uh, took him out and right. here we are 2017 champs. So it was, uh, after that, it was, it was just kind of, it was relax and have some fun the rest of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And get, uh, get to the semifinals racing Courtney and wow. I won the round, but right when I, I right at the finish line, it blew up and, uh, Anyway, went in the sand, ruined the car, had to pull out another car for the final, Right. and right. We, we lost. But um, I really believe had that not happened, we would have won won the race and, you know, um, running a spare car, spare parts. Uh, it was just different for the final, and it shook. So
0: That, that victory over Caps, was that bittersweet? And how did it also feel at the same time to end that season-long drought?
2: Oh, it was, uh, it's amazing. You know, 2009, we won, and I honestly thought, I had Jimmy Proc as my crew chief then. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought, there's we, it, an, another championship's going to come here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Because once you've done it once, you believe, you know, you can do it. There's not that doubt, okay, you know, there's always a doubt until you do something whether you have have what it takes to do it. And once you win it, then it's like your confidence goes up. So mm-hmm. I honestly thought we would, we would win again, but it was eight years. So um, I think that just kind of proves how tough this class is, how hard it is to win, let alone a race, but a championship. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> look at, when you win in one of these races, you've accomplished something, and it, it feels good. It's, it's not easy. There's a lot of good cars, a lot of good competition. Mm-hmm. So like I said, winning a race is awesome not easy to do and winning a championship even harder
0: we are talking with funny car driver robert height and and robert you talk about being since 2009 Mm -hmm. going until this year's championship what was different between those victories what felt different is it the team is i mean walk me through that how did that feel and what did the difference between those championships feel like
2: well uh the first one's always you know uh probably bittersweet it's your first uh, but all I really had to do at Pomona that year in 2009 was qualify. Okay? Right. Uh, I had won uh, three of the six races in the countdown. All we had to do was roll into Pomona and qualify, and it was over. Mm. This this year here, I mean, you had to go round for round with Ron right. um, But I tell you what's different is the last uh, two years previous, at least, uh, Jimmy Prock was gone he went away to another team we were fortunate enough to get him back here this year and you could see it definitely paid off we won a championship and I was pretty bummed in 13 when John switched you know Jimmy Prock and Mike Neff as crew chiefs Mm -hmm. so Jimmy went to to John and I went to Mike Neff Mm -hmm. and uh, not that uh, Mike Neff's a great guy okay Mm -hmm. but Jimmy was my friend okay started racing with him in 2005 and we were we were a team and john went on to win the championship that year with jimmy Mm -hmm. and then in 14 they were in the game uh went down you know right to the end (coughs) excuse me i'm getting over cold but Mm -hmm. uh 15 and 16 he was gone so the real key to getting that championship this year and back in the back in the ball game back in the hunt was getting jimmy proc back here and for the most part, it's still the same team that I had no nine, mm-hmm. so I mean, that shows you right there what kind of G- guy Jimmy Brock is. Right. He's kept a team together. those guys they really are behind him. they work well together, and another key ingredient is Chris Cunningham. Jimmy really never had somebody before when he was here to bounce ideas off of and work with and Chris Cunningham is that guy. They work very well together. In fact, there's a lot of times, last last second decisions on the starting line. Chris Cunningham makes some of those calls, and they just go with it. You know, it's there's not any talk about it. Chris will say, "This is what we're doing. We do it, and it usually works out." So, um, I joked at the banquet. You know, there, there's that um, the movie uh, Jerry Maguire, and mm-hmm. at the end, the the guy says to the girl, "That you complete me." Well. Chris Cunningham really Don't completes Jimmy Prock as a crew chief. Don't Oh. so <laughs> no nope. let,
0: let me tell you what the, the look that the look that Ellen and I gave each other when you said that was was classic because you, we everybody knows that movie. Everybody knows that feeling. <laughs> you complete me. you compl- and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I mean, come on now. You're all Chevy yeah, guys. No, it, it, it was good. <laughs> You I mean, you're all Chevy guys. Surely there was a dissenter among the ranks, a Ford fan that was like, I think we need to change something.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, he mentioned and, John Force. You know, I'm kind of curious as to how John felt about, you know, you've got your crew chief back, the crew chief he had. How did John feel when you picked up the championship when you were so close against Ron Capps this year?
2: Oh, he was he was ecstatic. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we had – we had me and Brittany, well actually even Courtney, too, she had a long shot at it going into yeah. the last race, but we were leading in the funny car class, and just the way our car had been running, you know you had confidence in in Jimmy Prock and his team getting it done, mm-hmm. but Brittany only a round back going into Pomona with her top field dragster, and she'd already won uh you know a couple races in the countdowns so, um uh, it's just, you know, it's something you start dreaming about. Wow, we, we have a shot here at two championships coming in, winning two championships rolling into the last race of the year. And uh, did it. I mean, we pulled it off. And I think that kind of validates all the hard work that we put in, you know, the last few years, uh, finding new sponsors, new partners, mm-hmm. um, getting team members and putting the right people together. And it really paid off. It worked. So, you know, it's uh, kind of validation for all the hard, hard work that we put into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been promising all these new partners that we're going to win again. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in the ball game, And Chevrolet hadn't won a championship in Funny Car since 2007. So, right. yeah. 10 years, put them back at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those guys, I mean, they have just, they have over the top, so happy. Um, excited, you know, they, they went into NASCAR, you know, the last race without a, a chance to win a championship. Mm-hmm. So I remember, you know, the last few years you, you go into Vegas, Pomona, the last two races, mm-hmm. and it's not a very good feeling when you're not in the running to win a championship. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go to the banquet and see somebody else celebrate. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of use all that as motivation. It's like, I don't want to be here next year. Mm-hmm. What do we got to do to to put ourselves in a better position? And, you know, we did it, and it all paid off. So um, that's why I said Thanksgiving was uh, a lot better this year than yeah. has been the previous yeah. years. <laughs> it didn't
0: come off a loss. Let me tell you, and you have such a good yeah. name, Timmy. The Force yeah. team is such a good group of folks. And, I mean, you know, Top Gun, finally 2017 is his year. Yeah. So, you know, I'm excited about that. But what does that lead for 2018? What are you guys gearing up for for next year? What is the bar now that you've made the championship?
2: We're already uh, hard hard at it, working. You know, we know we have a target on our backs. Uh, Mm -hmm. Those other guys, they're not sitting still. The other teams, they want to win it. So we've got to work hard, uh, not let up, not get complacent. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what my goal is, Okay. Both years I've won the championship, I did it because of a countdown. Okay? And it's that's what the rules mean? we play by. That's that's what what's that?
1: The countdown races, is that what you're saying? Yeah, or... is some... Yes, yes. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they reset the points. Yeah. yeah. And had there not been a reset in points 0-9 or this year, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been the champ. So right. we used we used that, you know, to our advantage and got hot at the right time.
3: Mm-hmm. Started
2: winning races. And you know, we I think you'd race different if you didn't have a countdown. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you wouldn't let those races early on in the year get by you. Right. You'd test more. So my goal is I want to win a championship from start to finish, okay? I want to be the best car from the beginning of the year all the way to the end uh, and look back and say, you know what? I'd have been the champ with or without a reset in points. Mm -hmm. That's my kind uh, of champion. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's our goal. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we Jimmy Proc had to learn how to run a six disc clutch. He'd never run one before he came back to us. And so we spent a big part of the first, you know, first part of the year learning that. Mm-hmm. And we had flashes of brilliance qualifying well, uh, but not any consistency. We weren't racing well. We weren't putting a lot of runs in a row together, which is what it takes to win. So mm-hmm. um, he said, we better have our act together by the time we go out on the West Coast swing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's exactly what we did. Uh, won two of the three races on the West Coast swing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Set the new speed record at three hundred and thirty nine point eight seven miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Went to Brainerd, Minnesota, first funny car ever in the 70s in E. T. Mm-hmm. And, you know, right then I knew we were on our way. If we we just we just had to maintain this performance and consistency, and we were we were going to be there at the end, and it's exactly what it happened.
1: Well, you did a phenomenal job. What is your advice to anybody who kind of aspires to be you someday?
2: A lot of hard work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, you. I learned from John Forrest okay? He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have any other hobbies. He doesn't golf. He doesn't fish. Mm-hmm. It's it's race twenty four seven. And, uh, how I came up is, you know, I learned, I I came up as a mechanic. I worked on the team, worked on the car, Mm -hmm. um, did the clutch on John's cars, I Mm -hmm. built motors, kind of done a little of everything. I believe I could go build a race car Mm -hmm. by myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the luxury of uh, starting like my daughter, you know, she's, uh, 13 years old drives a junior dragster Mm -hmm. and then you move up to super comp and then to the alcohol cars and then, Mm -hmm. you know, into the pros, I didn't have that luxury. So Mm -hmm. understanding the race car, knowing how it works, that that's how I got there and, you know, made me a a good driver. So um, I think, uh, I wish I could have done some more racing and competing and some Mm -hmm. of the other classes just didn't work out. So, Hard work, and uh, you know, you gotta love what you do. It's not a job, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, it's it's every day. It's It's it's, a passion. You know, it's a it's a journey. It's it's exciting, and uh, you don't look at it as work.
0: Well, Top Gun, you're definitely in a good family. You're in a good position, Mm -hmm. and I think with you at the helm of Force Racing, I think it's Mm going to make some big strides coming up here Mm -hmm. in the next few years. Now, two, two quick questions for you. We're in the holiday season. Happy holidays to you, by the way. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Um, you too, guys. Thank you. What do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you got this championship. Yeah, what else can I'm you I'm sorry, but 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 if I were your brother-in-law, if I was your
2: – dude, you wouldn't be getting jack squat from me. <laughs> You're right. No, I, I don't need anything. I'm very fortunate uh, to be in the position I am. Uh I tell you what I do want to do is uh, really all I want for Christmas is to spend some time uh, with my daughter Mm -hmm. and, you know, take – that's when I usually take some time off. Uh, I haven't had any time off even since Pomona. So Mm
3: -hmm. I
2: usually take the week off between Christmas and New Year's, spend Mm -hmm. it with my daughter, uh, Mm -hmm. go do something different each year, uh, whether it be going, you know, someplace warm, going someplace where it's cold and, Mm -hmm. you know – Mess around in the snow, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I want for Christmas, and uh, that's a great. Couldn't ask for anything
0: better after
2: the first of the year. That's
0: awesome.
1: That's great. All
0: right, and then then one more question here in a few minutes. We're also going to be talking to your sister in law Brittany. (laughs) Give me a dish. Give me something. Give give me a question (laughs) that we could ask (laughs) that could just put her in her spot. It's going to
2: stump her. Give me something. What you got? He's awful. I don't think I've got any questions uh, that will do that. Don't protect uh-huh. her.
0: <laughs> she's been he racing since you. thirteen. She's fine. She can handle it.
3: Well, I think she's
2: been asked everything. I, I just I would like you to to tell her you know what I think, and okay. that is that she, you know, she's you know still learning. Okay, but I promise you, she is from here forward going to be a lot better driver than she has been Mm
3: -hmm. not that
2: she's been bad at all she knows she can do it now okay her confidence is is there Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: my prediction is you're going to see that car just like i said earlier what i want to do be in the hunt from the beginning to the end of next year her team's still intact and uh Brittany Force is, is, is going to, next year, even though she won the championship this year, mm-hmm. next year's is her breakout year. She's going to dominate the class.
1: Yeah, she just got to stand up against the same driver again because he's ready. But you know what? I'm glad to see a female on top. It's about time.
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> she's no offense. She, she can do it. <laughs> There's and not really
1: anybody in his class to take him. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, the female was. I mean,
0: how much longer is Caps going to be in there? I mean, come on. Let's oh,
1: serious. no, Caps is going to be a while for a <laughs> while. I'm talking about a female.
0: <laughs> well, Top Gun, you have absolutely earned, you know, over the career, yes. the that, that, that nickname. Man, we are so proud of you, and congratulations on the success. We can't wait to see what happens in 2018. We hope you get a chance to come back here to Behind the Wheel uh, we'd love to get you back on during the season. Mm-hmm. And, man, ha- I hope you have a great family Christmas. Uh, happy holidays to you and to everybody, and we we'll look forward to talking to you next year.
2: Same here, guys. I uh, hope you have a great holiday, and um, I'm I'm available anytime. Always enjoy talking to you.
0: Great. Thanks a lot, Robert. We
1: appreciate it.
2: Thank you. Get them top gun. We'll see you.
0: <laughs> what a cool dude.
1: Robert is awesome he's a little more solemn than what John Force might be I don't I know if you want to call him he's a little quieter he's a little more professional
0: I remember John Force doing those old interviews he kind of reminded me of one of those good old southern talking heads
1: he is a good old southern boy well, that technically would he's from California but I think he was really somehow bred into you know the south <laughs> well you know and, and
0: that's what's great about you know being here at behind the wheel. Um, we get a chance to talk to you. Talk about a great family, that's Force oh, yes. family. Yes, this is, is my
1: third time talking to the forces. So, so now, now we get great. to talk to Brittany. hmm
0: And give me a little background on Brittany.
1: Brittany is uh, incredible as far gorgeous. as a driver. Well, that's I don't look at females like that. He does, so I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you tell her that when she gets on the phone. Okay. Single.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> gorgeous. Okay, now I'm sorry, continue. I, okay. Am I interrupting? Please go ahead. <laughs>
1: He's got me a bit distracted. Hey, she just met Taylor Swift, so I know you're all excited about that.
0: That's my baby. <laughs> Your baby. That's my baby. She don't know it yet. That's my baby.
1: Are you gonna do it, DNS? Well, she's DNA
0: into <laughs> a weird older dudes, right? I fit the bill for that up one side and down the other. I don't know
1: what she's into at this point. I know she just gets angrier by the day, so
0: <laughs> that's why that's that's why she needs a little bit of tater in her life.
1: <laughs> to calm her down. To
0: calm everything down. I make everything better. But I mean, for the first time top fuel world champion.
1: Yeah, and it's cr- incredible. I mean, you know, I covered the entire season at NHRA, mm-hmm. and I did not see Brittany Forth coming. You know, I thought for sure Top Fuel was already locked up when it got to, you know to Auto Club. I was like, mm, Steve Torrance, Steve Torrance has this lined up. Mm-hmm. Nobody seemed to be able to take him, especially those last few races. I honestly thought that you know he he had it going, and then he got to Auto Club, and everything fell apart. Now he got close; they were neck and neck, right? And then that last race, he just he just lost it, and he lost his temper a little bit while he was there. So he was ready to pick up the championship. But you know what? It was Brittany Force's year. It's mm-hmm. her turn. He's had his opportunity. He'll have his opportunity again. He's already thrown his you know team to the wolves. He's telling them he doesn't want them to take any breaks. They're going to get his car ready for next year. So he's probably the first driver who, as soon as he got back, the first team that got back, we're already working. Yeah, they already started working, working. Yeah, R&D already started working. Was cranking. Uh, there was no yep. rest. Yep. They were re- they, he was ready to go ahead and take her down for the next year. But you know what? There are so few times that we see a female on top in, in any kind of drag racing, especially NHRA at the, t- the operation line. You'll see it in some of the motorcycles and the two wheels and that kind of thing, but you don't see it in top fuel. It is so rare. And now we've got females that are already dropping out mm-hmm. in the higher levels and you know, it's it's time. It's I time to see some of these females on top.
0: To ask her about that. Yeah, I'm very excited. You know there's a that. perception there.
1: Well, of course. And th- there are more and more females coming through the ranks, but there are always going to be those males who think, who do they think they are? Right. And, you know, of course, she is a force. So... She's gorgeous. Okay, we got that. She is. She's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> well, you know, Sharp, she a force. Sharp, funny,
0: forest. single. <laughs> you
1: Grant, are you going to ask her out? why we're the first? I fun? am.
0: I, I, look, I got a ring in my pocket. Look, I found this in the <laughs> bubblegum machine. It looks like a paper clip, but it's actually a ring. Okay. And, and yes, that is one of those Christmas ornaments that fell off the Christmas tree put on top. She so is John
1: Force's diamond. daughter. You're going to have to do a little bit better than that.
0: Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what I would say to John Force right now. I would say, sir, may it's I please have your? Okay, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. So, But, no, we are getting ready to talk right now to Top Fuel World Champion Brittany Force. And I can't wait to see what this one's going to sound like. All right which we will right after this.
2: Attention racers, race fans, and gearheads. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds where you'll find what you need to rock your
0: ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and performance classifieds built to go fast welcome back to behind the wheel on racingjunk.com you know it's, it's funny the very first um I work for a radio station mm-hmm. on a regular yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah on a regular and uh the very first what we call Wolf den shows which mm-hmm. is like an intimate one-on-one where you get to meet the artist and they do a little private show the very first one we did when we flipped the formats to country was Taylor so Swift. Swift yeah and mm-hmm. it Her was first it was the first and the night before she won new artist of the year mm-hmm. you know the very next night mm-hmm. she was in Nashville picking up that award and I mean, yeah, you're right, down to earth, still down to earth. Whenever she comes and does shows here in town, she comes by the station, still remembers everybody's name. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there might be a good PR person, but still. <laughs> good yeah. PR people will take you far, Brittany.
1: She knows that. She's got a great PR <laughs> <That's> person.
0: <right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. Um, i got to tell you, you've been going since 2013,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the first time, Top Fuel World Championship. You took down a driver who dominated Mm -hmm. for a while. Tell me a little bit about how that was, how that felt.
4: You know, the season has been just amazing. I mean, if you look back on the beginning of our season, um, we struggled quite a bit. We didn't Mm -hmm. bring home our first win until way later on in the season in Mm -hmm. Epping. And, um, you know, we went out, we we did some testing, and and we found an issue in our car. And, and, um, you know, just two weekends later, we won Epping, uh, New Hampshire that was a big win for us and then after that it was uh you know again we kind of struggled a little bit but then went into um you know when it came down to the countdown that's when we really turned a corner and you know stepped up our game um I want to say we hit won 18 rounds out of like 24 or something crazy like that Mm -hmm. um just in countdown races and um you know we won full we won a handful of those races and and really it was just it came down to the countdown um, that that's you know, when it all really matters. That's when you have to be on your game. You no mistakes could be made by the driver, the crew chief, the the crew guys. And um, you know, we really found our stride and, and carried it all the way through um up until Pomona. and that's how we were able to take that number one spot.
0: But I mean Torrance is such a bulldog. He is I mean, and there's gap but there's and there's gotta be some guttural feeling that when you won you were like,
4: Yes <laughs> <laughs> Of course. I mean it was just I'm still blown away by it. I want to go back and relive that whole day over. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the, actually the buildup of it coming out of Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. um, we left Las Vegas final round. um, We got beat on a, on a red light. Mm -hmm. So that was my error right there. So that was tough to leave that behind going to Pomona, but there was so much pressure with everything. And um, I've never been in that situation before. So trying to figure out how to handle it was tough, but uh, you know, we all pulled together and figured it out as a team. And um, you know, it was, you know, I, I honestly thought it would come down to Steve and I, um, mm-hmm. Steve Torrance and I, in the semifinals. I thought, oh man, like, the, it's going to come down to that, and that's going to be the biggest gut ache. That's going to be the toughest round right. ever. It's just going to be nerves to the roof. But, um, you know, he went out in the second round right in front of us, and, uh, you know, we got around him and got a win. So, oh, I still can't believe it. still seems just surreal. You
0: hear that sigh that came out? I mean, plus, you, you know, to be one of the first females in the sport. Yeah, to do that,
4: especially in Top Fuel.
0: I mean, Brittany, how does that? I mean, has it sunk in yet?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's starting to. It's starting to sink in a little bit. Um, I know, you know you're used, in used to seeing the wins, all. and and, yeah. and I know
0: you're used to the family winning. I I know you're used to winning, but yeah, I mean, I know, let's
4: but a championship. is yes. like just huge. It's. Like when I first got into racing, um, I pictured, you know, wins, obviously. And, mm-hmm. and the big dream is a championship, but mm-hmm. I didn't know if we'd ever get there. That just seems, seems too big of an accomplishment to ever reach. I mean, people are out here for years until they finally, you know, get there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with like Alan Johnson mm-hmm. and Brian Hewson and my whole monster team, they're just incredible. And, you know, we made mistakes all year long. Mm-hmm. He is a driver, you know, losing on hole shots, red lights, um, crew guys making simple errors were, you know, it cost us on race day and you didn't see any of those mistakes when it came down to the countdown and that's when it really mattered. Besides my besides my red light.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but putting that aside, uh you know, we really pulled together as a team and and it was it's it, it just you know, winning that whole, you know, Pomona, winning the championship, it's just all that hard work it, it it so pays off because we, we had so many ups and downs and where you beat yourself up when you leave the racetrack, yeah. whether it's a crew guy or many times me as a driver. And, you know, you carry that that with you, um, you know, until the next race. And it's tough to turn that off. But um, it, you know, once we got there to Pomona and how everything fell into place, it was like, OK, this is this is why we went through all those, you know, tough days. This is why we went through all those ups and downs, because it got us here. So we that's are- something that's, I think, so cool.
0: We are talking to Top Fuel World Champion Brittany Force, and Brittany, you mentioned just a minute ago about the family. Mm -hmm. What was that like coming up and knowing that you're going to have pressure on you right out the gate? How did that feel? How did that affect you? And what was it like learning under your dad?
4: You know, I've been, you know, I'm lucky that I have my dad's support because he's the best in this business. He's the Mm -hmm. best in this industry. Mm -hmm. He's done everything. He's, I mean, 16 championships. That just seems unreal to me. But, I mean, he's been on fire he's been upside down he's done everything you can possibly think of so i really have the best coach um i have the best teacher and and you know um it's we have our moments where we butt heads big time and we have our moments where we get along it's tough to find that um separation between dad and boss but we make it work right and um you know it's great i wouldn't have it any other way it'd be a lot tougher if my family wasn't out there with me because you know we have we put in long hours and we're out there you know we're in and out of airports, um, you know, in and out of suitcases, living in hotels, mm-hmm. and it gets lonely out there. So I'm lucky that I have, you know, my family out there and my sister on the road with me. It definitely uh, makes it a little bit easier.
0: Ellen and I were talking about this before, yeah. you know, before you joined us yeah. about the perception. Mm-hmm. Now, you probably have a double whammy when it comes to perception. You're female, number mm-hmm. one, in a male-dominated sport.
1: And the
4: daughter of John Force. And the
0: daughter of John Force. <laughs> what is that like behind the scenes?
4: You know, I don't really, yeah, that that does play into it all. Um, I think it, you know, being, there's only a handful of us females out here. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I'm proud of, especially when our team wins. Um, But when you climb in those cars um, and you're up in the, you know, in the lane next to somebody else, whether they've been out here for two years or 20 years, um, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. when the helmet goes on. It, I don't think the driver in the lane next to you cares whether you're female or male. I mean, maybe yeah. sometimes it, it may it may get to them a little bit, and uh, right. you could use that to your advantage being a female because okay. I've had people say to me before, "Oh, I don't want to get beat by a girl." Right, so right, right. <laughs> right.
0: There we go. Okay. So you always
4: carry that with you a little bit, which is whatever. I'll take my wins as I can get them. See, but that's
0: that's where I'm going. There's got to be those dudes who walk around. Oh, here she comes. Here, <laughs> here comes Brittany, little force. I mean I mean come on now. Just surely it's like I'm I mean Okay
4: with that. If that gets in their head and affects them on the starting line, mm-hmm. I am perfectly okay with that. That's
0: the way to do it. It's I'm, like football. You get it in their head. You know we yeah. all
4: have, you know, certain people we go up against um where I want to hear her say
0: of- I want to hear you say you put <laughs> sugar in somebody's tank. That's
1: all I want to hear. Oh yeah. I don't think she's done that. Come <laughs> That's on all now. I want to hear. <laughs>
4: That that was back in you know, her dad's day, not not now. <laughs> Honestly, the people I compete against in this sport are. This is why I love this sport so much. Um, mm-hmm. It's, I mean, some of these people I compete against, I remember watching when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. they're all the the greatest drivers, greatest competitors mm-hmm. out there. Like I, there's so many: Tony Schumacher, mm-hmm. Sean Langdon, Antron Brown, who after I got beat up all weekend long, you know, made the time to come over to me and, and tell me, you know, keep your head up, girl, and. If you ever need any help or need any advice, I'm always here. So I think it's cool that we have that in our sport.
0: It has that's become great. like a family. I've, I've noticed mm-hmm. that with drag racing. It, mm-hmm. it it does seem like a big family.
4: Even more yeah. so today,
1: it seems like, than in the past. Because, you know, I've any NHRA driver I've talked to, they all have good things to say about their competitors. Well, While it might not seem that way when you all are competing on race day, yeah. you know, that's just high frustrations, high tensions, things like that. And, of course, there's always yeah. the media that wants to talk to drivers like Steve Torrance right right after everything's over and there's some frustration there, but it does seem like, you know, everyone has decided that yes, we are a family. We don't care what team we drive for, you know, yes, we're out there to win, but do we care who the driver is beside us that we've got to win in the next lane? No, not really. We need our car to perform, you know? And so that's
4: the important part. Yeah. And and in the moment of it all on race day or or qualifying, whatever it is in that moment, it's, yeah, you may be frustrated. You may be mm -hmm. however you're feeling, But at the end of the day, when you're looking back on it all, it's, you know, it's, we, it is, we compete against the greatest people out here. And um, everyone has been so awesome. Um, I've only been out here five years, but I compete against the greatest people.
0: And this may be the holidays talking because, you know, I'm filled with the holiday spirit. But is there somebody out there that you want to beat more than anybody else?
1: she already did that
0: i know she did but is there somebody when you see him walk on the track you're just like i love this guy but
4: there's a a hand there's a few of them um (laughs) we appreciate obviously we've always had that Mm -hmm. tension between us two females yes but um i've always said tony schumacher because he's one that i always looked up to as a kid and the first time i ran against him for me, I didn't know that I lost. I just couldn't believe Tony Schumacher was in the lane next to me. Like, that, to me, was a win on its own. Mm-hmm. And um, so I love beating him just because of that.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve Torrance had to feel good. I mean, you know, and Antron Brown, I mean, he's... Anytime you think of Top Fuel, you think of him. No offense to any, you know, the Forster or anything like that, but he's won so many championships in Top Fuel, and it seemed like yeah. this year he could not get it together. So it's amazing that, you know even if he couldn't get together, you all stayed on top of somebody who everybody knows who Antron Brown is. Everybody. Yeah,
4: Antron's Antron's one of the best in the sport. He's one of the best leavers. He was shook. I mean, he's had so many championships. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I love competing against him. I I love lining up next to him.
0: He was shook by the force.
4: Oh, oh. That could be
1: your next sticker. There you go. (laughs) So now that you finally won a championship and the – largest division and the hardest division in my opinion in uh,
4: NHRA what are your plans for the future well I uh, go back and bring home another one um, just go. the excitement of it all after it all you know Pomona ended the day ended and it was like wow we have a championship and then I my team I thought you know we, we had a meeting and talked about everything and mm-hmm. and it was like hold on we have to get out. I have to get out of the seat for two months. What are we going to do for the next two months? Just sit around? And we have all this hype and all this energy and excitement, mm-hmm. and it's like I want to get back in my race car and do this all over again. But now we have to wait two months, so um, it's kind of I'm, I'll be ready to get back in the car um, in the beginning of the season in February. I'm, I'm ready now.
1: I bet you are. Well, I mean, t- go ahead and start a test and shoot. Torrance got his team back like right away. They've already started working on his car. There've been stories left and right about his team already working that his goal is he is not gonna lose next year, but you know oh. we'll see what happens. Yeah,
4: I mean they had a, <laughs> that team I mean they won like eight races or something. Just, yeah. They had an incredible season. So they, they, they did, but you yeah, know, it doesn't matter. Beat. It
1: comes down to the end. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean and you know the forces are hard That's to beat. The way so. the game goes. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like a gamble every time. Any given Sunday mm-hmm. in a sense. <laughs> Any given Sunday. Here you are with
0: the football thing again. <laughs> I
1: like any given Sunday. I think it could have kind of affect any sport. Yeah, this Sunday. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why we
0: play the game. We give 110% any given Sunday. That's why we put the pedal to the metal. That's why I put gas in a tank. That's why I wore loafers. I mean, you could use it for anything you want. So, Brittany, do you have any advice? Because you had mentioned, you know, yeah, there's a little bit of tension mm-hmm. on the track with, between you and, one, and some of the other females in the in the sport. If there are young ladies that are that are watching you, that are going, "Wow, I want to be her. I want to be her. I want to do what she does." What advice would you give them?
4: Um, I would say to start in junior dragsters. I didn't. I wish I would have jumped into junior dragsters when I was younger, but I didn't get in until I was sixteen to a super comp dragster. But honestly, I think that's the the way to go. Um, start in junior dragsters, get a feel for it, see if you really love it, and if that's the direction you want to go, and then um, you know, go head for, head out from there. But um, another thing I I really learned in this whole countdown, especially coming out of Vegas um, with, you know, negative thoughts that I had to leave behind and going into Pomona, um, the power of staying positive. I know it sounds corny, but I really believe that it, you know, visualizing um, good, visualizing, you know, doing the best job you can in the seat driving, visualizing positive things. Um I, I think it helps you perform better. It gets you, yep. you know, mm-hmm. in g- keeps you focused and keeps your mind in the right place and and I think that's a reason why uh, we were able to pull it off. Part of the reason. There were many factors obviously that went into it, but
0: right. That's a big for, factor. You
4: know, oh, yeah, it's, a it's huge it's factor.
0: A, that is, and you thing. know what to that end, Top Gun had a comment. <laughs> he said, Brittany is still learning, but she's doing great." Mm-hmm. And from and here forward, I can guarantee you that she's only gonna be better. Mm-hmm. How does, oh wow! How does that make that's, you feel?
4: That's pretty good. That's uh, pretty. It's pretty cool to hear something like that. Just because um, I, I know I'm still, you know, the looking at next season and just you know, seasons ahead. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to make mistakes, but you learn from it's right. tough. But um, you know, we're we're going to keep pushing for more. Um, you know, now that we've brought home a championship. Uh, We definitely know we could do it again, and and that's what we want. Um, That's why we're out here. And um, you know, I just I love the sport, the sport of NHRA drag racing. It's the greatest sport out there. And um, you know, winning definitely makes it that much better.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, it does. It makes it a little sweeter.
4: Well, hey, even
1: Robert, uh, you know, gave you another positive comment. His goal for next year, of course, is to win as many races and to do well all the way from the beginning of the season all the way through the countdown. Not just you know, shoot for the countdown to do well there, because obviously the points reset he thinks you're going to do the same next year. Mm-hmm. He thinks you'll keep up with him just as much as, as success he ha- as he Not has, as you'll have the same. Yeah. So, you know, hey, that's, okay that's a positive that. comment right there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yep, just stay on top the whole way, and then mm-hmm. you really have to, you know, bring it home when you're in that countdown because that's when it really, that's when it all, you know, that's when it really matters. That's when it's important. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. But one of my goals next year is I want to double up with either my dad or my oh. sister oh so that would be a i want to see you and your yeah. dad that'd be cool
0: I, I, I would like to see that I too know. that'd be awesome
4: i've doubled up with robert a few times but now i want to do it with my dad or my sister so that would just be the
0: how sweet would that be top of the cake. take pops down
4: well he's
1: been defeated by his daughters before it wouldn't be the first time i know right i'm curious how he feels after that happens though
0: proud
4: does he feel proud or does it's, he get mad when courtney and my dad competing with each other it's oh. like kind of bittersweet I really? mean, you're frustrated that you, I'm sure they're frustrated that they lost, mm-hmm. but you can't be that frustrated because, you know, your teammate, you're, yeah. you know, it's your dog. won. so you, yeah. you can't, it can't be that bad of a day. You the know team
0: I mean? still won. The
1: team still won, but I can yeah. still see John going, what dang we do it? Yeah, dang
3: it.
0: Yeah. Calling the crew chief over. That's it. Just lighten him up. <laughs> and you know, you know, for, for, for the holidays, I mean, coming off of the top fuel world championship
3: mm-hmm.
0: and Christmas is right around the corner surely there's nothing that you would want for christmas because you just won something amazing
1: how much more could she ask for
0: (laughs) i mean i I, I mean what do you want for christmas
4: honestly this championship is way more than i ever could have imagined so this will be it but it'll be my family in tahoe and i'll have to We'll have to sit down and watch the race again. <laughs> I watched it oh, um, a few weeks back with my dad, but um, I want to sit down and watch with my whole family again um, well, up in Lake Tahoe.
0: That's not what and I was hoping, hoping she'd say. Oh.
4: That would be my Christmas wish: some snow in Lake Tahoe.
0: See, now, now, now I got to go take the ring back. That's so not you, what I was hoping I th- she'd say. She doesn't
4: say. want that rinky ding
1: thing you just got from the bubble gum machine.
0: I got and her a ring. Her. I mean,
1: it cost all of like twenty thousand.
0: A dollar two ninety eight is what it cost oh, me. Yeah, okay. Tell <laughs> you what. <It's> not <laughs> counts, right? That's right, it's a thought that counts (laughs) Brittany, let me tell you That that will be a phenomenal Christmas And we hope you and the family have a wonderful Safe holiday and a a great Christmas We are so proud of you for what you've done This year, we're looking forward to what happens In 2018 We wish you the best of luck and we cannot wait to talk to you During the season next year To keep track of how you're doing
1: Yeah, give us another female win next year What's that? Give us another female win next year I like seeing the, the females on top I know,
4: I know. Me
0: too. Now and and final question, kinda unfair. What are you getting mm-hmm. your dad for Christmas? Oh god, that's a hard
4: question. Actually, I just got him um he mentioned it a while ago. He's a hard person to shop for. Oh, I can sucks. understand. He has everything and if you do buy him something, he doesn't even want to open it because he thinks that he's not gonna like it and then he's gonna to have to pretend to like it. Yes. Or he's gonna to have to wear it when yes. he doesn't want to wear it. Yes, so you got him a hatchable,
0: didn't you? You got him a hatchable.
4: <laughs> no, but I actually know what you're talking about. No, so anyways, a while ago, he mentioned he wanted Kim Tebow's new book. Oh. Um, oh. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So when I was stranded in the airport for four hours with delays and missed flights, mm-hmm. um, I went shopping and I found his uh, book there. So. That's That's an awesome gift for Christmas for
0: me. That is awesome. And and that's an inspirational book, too. Yes, it is.
1: And talk about positive influence right there. Tim never seems to let it get him down. I mean, Mm -mm. he's been taken all the way down, and he don't let it bother him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Brittany, thank you you so
0: much for joining us. Have a fantastic holiday. Absolutely. And we look forward to talking to you you next year.
1: Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Well, I guess I can put the ring back.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you're going to get back in the bubble gum machine, but good luck.
0: Oh, I have my ways. I got one of them key chucks. I can just <laughs> take the top off the thing and just put it back in. I mean, that's how I got the bubble gum and the Skittles when I was a kid anyway.
1: Why don't you give it to like your kids so he can give it to somebody?
0: He don't need to give it to anybody. He's eight. He
1: can who's, have a little girlfriend. He, going,
0: he does have a little girlfriend. She brings, well, him, she brings him toys.
1: We'll see. She brings him toys. Class. He's got to get her something for Christmas. It's so He's cute. Got I like. got to
0: get her something for Christmas.
1: No, see, you're that's that's the gift right there. You're done.
0: And get him something for Christmas. Maybe I can oh, get him an him autographed some. picture of Brittany Force.
1: <laughs> you keep that for yourself. And I'm scared what you would do with it.
0: This is true. But well, no, I mean, I'd hang it up.
3: <laughs> uh huh.
0: Over the bed. I'd mean, I <laughs> put it in the. I mean, the locker room. No, I'd put la, it.
3: i put it here in the office.
0: La. Look. Oh my God. She is a prime example <laughs> of what good rearing. And what good motivation and good focus will get you in, in a sport when you have everything against you.
1: But, I mean, she's got everything going for her, but she also has everything against her in terms of what people might say, you know, as far as, okay, she's the daughter of one of the best uh, NHRA drivers out there ever, legendary. And, you know, you're always going to have those drivers who say, well, you're just a product of your dad or, you know, your dad's handed everything to you. You didn't have to work for it. I disagree because – Talking to John in the past, I know for a fact he makes his kids work. He doesn't Mm -hmm. hand them everything. So, you know, while you'll see other drivers come up in other sports, I mean, look at NASCAR. That's pretty much all you see anymore. Mm -hmm. It's all you know, the daddy's kids and that kind of thing. And honestly, a lot of them do have the money handed to them. So, you know, and they have everything else handed to them. So John makes all his kids work for it. And Brittany's been one of the hardest working ones out of all the force kids that I've met in the past. So, I mean, you know, all of them have worked for what they've got, but I don't think Brittany ever gave up this year and she had reason to give up towards the beginning of the season. I didn't see her coming. Right. I really didn't. And then the countdown, I'm like, mm, she's giving it a shot, but I really didn't see her coming. And when I, you know, saw the end there at auto club, I was like, Whoa, th- this is not okay. I was thinking, uh, it was going to be Steve Torrance and top fuel mm-hmm. Ron caps and funny car. And I, uh, what's funny is we're all, we're also going to be talking to our pro stock driver who won, and I didn't see him come in I was going was was gonna to say gonna where do heavy. you see
0: where do you see Bo Butner falling?
1: Now, now, okay, Bo Butner was coming; he had a good shot, but honestly, I really thought Greg Anderson had it. He had everything going for him at Auto Club; he had everything falling into place except for one race. I did honestly. Mm, I knew KB Racing was going to win it, but did I think Bo Butner? Yeah, I was kind of skeptical. Maybe. He'd probably be mad to hear hear me say that. But I really thought Greg Anderson had it locked up. So the three drivers I thought had locked up, none of them won.
0: Well, we we may think he's going to be mad, but we're going to find out for sure because coming up here in just a second, we're going to be talking to Bo Butner. And for people who may not know, give me a little background on Bo before we bring him on.
1: Bo is actually one of the (laughs) – the funniest Pro Stock drivers I've ever talked to. In fact, I got to give it to KB Racing. I don't know how they picked three drivers that have some of the best personalities I've ever talked to in in an NHRA. I can't seem to spit that out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuttering. The holiday
0: sauce is flowing.
1: Oh, see, he shouldn't have gave me that before the show. I told him not to. Moonshine. Oh, (laughs) such a bad influence. What can I say? (laughs) No, but he is one of the most hysterical uh, drivers I've ever talked to. He right. has the best personality, but he also, he may have, you know, he may be silly right, right there at the track. He may be silly when he's on the phone, but when it's time to get behind the wheel, he's got it, you know, and Greg Anderson and he went back and forth all season long and Greg held it most of the season. And when I talked to Greg right before the championship, he really thought it, lo- he had it locked up, but the driver he was the most afraid of or really thought had a shot at taking it from him was Bo Butner. So, but Bo also struggled against a rookie who almost looked like he had a shot at it. Right, and he had to line up against that one rookie driver to take the championship, and it was iffy. But he got it, and yeah. he's he's phenomenal in doing so. He and never. We're going to hear
0: up. all about that. We're going to take a quick break, pause for a commercial break from our sponsors. But you are listening to Behind the Wheel, and coming up next on the other side, the interview with Bo Butner.
2: Attention racers, race fans, and gearheads. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and performance classifieds built to go fast.
0: Continuing the championship pattern, here on Behind the Wheel, RacingJunk. dot uh, Ellen is. I, I'm, I, I know you're excited about talking to Bo oh, right yes. here. So, uh, Bo, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. Tell me how did you how did you take down Anderson in the series finale?
5: Well, I have raced for 22 years in and, and about every type of race car you can possibly think of, and you have your certain days to where uh, that just everything follows your way, and I, that's how I can recall the Pomona race because I didn't drive the best. Uh, we kind of got away with a couple early and then, uh, ran just good enough to beat Greg. And then, of course, in the final, uh, Tanner had an issue in that lane, which allowed us to win easy. So, uh, it's, but it's, it's great. We're happy that we finished one, two, and three. I mean, that was kind of our goal at the, at the beginning of the year. And, uh, I'm sure Greg would rather be different order, but they're, uh, they're, they're great guys and then they, they support me and they're happy. I was gonna
3: ask you, how does Greg feel about you taking the win away? Because it looked like he was so close going up
5: you know, to an club and then all of a sudden, it grew the other way. At, at, yeah, at, at the at the time of the moment, I mean, he, he's the most competitive person you ever meet. I mean, he's he's a machine, and I call him an animal. But uh, just as soon as it was over, uh, gives me a big hug, and me I deserve it. And we we all do we want together as a team, so. Uh, of course, he wants somebody to never are wrong like we all do. But uh, he, he was very encouraging, so I couldn't be happier. And I just forced it, to, it shows a lot for the KB team to uh, even allow me to have the opportunity to win because that's what they do for a living. So uh, if, if anybody has any questions about lay downs or anything like that in, with this group, I think that just answers it.
3: Yeah, good point. He actually uh, told me in I interview him earlier this year that. He thought if anybody could take it from him, it would be, so, congratulations. <laughs> he, 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 knows, he knows his game. I mean,
5: he's, uh, he's as good as I've ever seen, probably the best I've ever been in this class, so, uh, thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, tell me, I know, when I read about, um, when NHRA sent us the information, when I read about who you had to go up against to kind of take the championship, I thought, oh, that's the one that he's struggled with all year, so tell me how you finally beat the rookie who has been kind of, uh, so good uh, of, yeah, of course. I mean, we, we usually have a pretty good race. Uh, mm-hmm. He will always get you in the tree, whether mm-hmm. it's a little bit or a lot. And mm-hmm. he makes a good run against me. So uh it just, it was, like I said, it was all the time to win. And uh, like I said, he had some type of mechanical issues. So uh it's just relieving and he's tough. He's going to be hard to beat. But uh that's the kind of guys we like to race. But tell me, you mentioned the kind of guys you'd like to race against. Why do you prefer the pro stock division over others? Well, I'm wearing stock, super stock, comp, every, every class that builds up to that. And, uh, that's kind of your ultimate dream. More of a fantasy than a dream for most because, uh, you don't get that opportunity. And it's, I, I call a lot like hitting the lottery to, especially to be able to be competitive. There's been a lot of guys try over and jump, but they're just middle of the pack kind of car. I was fortunate enough to hook up with the best team that, that Pro Stock seen. And uh, it just shows you that my car is as fast or faster than there is most of the year. So, um, just, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't do it just to say I drive Pro Stock. I mm-hmm. want to be able to win. Uh, I, want, I want to leave the house knowing that I'm going there to win this race this weekend. You don't want to go thinking, well, you got to have a bad mishap or something bad happen to the other team for you to have a chance. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's just the way we are. I'll stay at home and sell cards if I don't have a chance.
3: <laughs> so that was one thing I wanted to ask you, too,
1: is, you know, what, how are you going to go above this next year? You know, you've had the opportunity to finally pick up a championship. Where do you go from here in
5: 2018? Yeah, well, uh it in my fiance, will tell you. And then she's got Jason line and I both stating this, that you can't be a lazy winner. Uh, it doesn't come easy. It really not need in any class. I don't care if it's a brighter race every weekend or, or if it's post-op. But uh, I don't know. It's just uh, we're, we're, we're going to enjoy it and have fun, try to win some more races. I didn't really count points, as it just sounds funny. Mm. But uh, just try to go around. So get to the semis, get to the finals, win a couple, and then uh, the points add up itself. So uh, we're going with that same mentality next year. Uh, it's going to be different. Uh, we're going to have another teammate with Derek Kramer. So uh, that's going to be good. It's going to be another good fast car and uh, he's a very good driver, so uh just my only go-up to do in, in racing is I've never won U.S. Nationals in any class, so mm. if I could ever do that, I would say no. I'd, I'd be complete, but I probably still wouldn't quit. I
3: don't blame you. Now, you said you're
1: adding next teammate. Yeah. Are you guys going to continue to just stick with the Pro Stock Series, or do you think that
5: maybe KB Racing might jump into one of the other series? Not, I haven't heard anything yet. Mm. Uh, uh, there's uh, There's... There's always numbers and talks of everything, but mm-hmm. you know, they'll stay strong and they're working very hard to build us a couple of new motors and, uh, mm-hmm. do, do a lot of testing and it's going to be more competitive than ever. And uh, also the, the guys that show up now, uh, have a legit chance to, to win and go around. So you, uh, it, which makes it fun. You have to drive and that's, mm-hmm. that's the, that's, that's why I do it. It's the competitiveness and, uh, it's just the toughness of the class. It's the toughest class in the world. I mean, you would never imagine it till you try to run it. Why do you say it's the toughest class? Uh, because it's, it's it's probably the, the closest class of won by thousands and less than there's ever been in anything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, bracket racing and, and stock, super stock, superstock, that, I mean, you can win by hundreds or two and you, you, you feel pretty good with it. There's been many times i looked over at high gear and you really don't know who's going to win this race. So mm-hmm. it's, it's that close.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good answer. So, one question I like to also ask a lot of our drivers that,
5: you know, come on behind the wheel. What is your advice to young drivers that want to be like you, like a Tanner Gray who hopes to pull off a championship like this someday? What's your advice? He definitely has, he definitely has the backing. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
5: uh, he's, he's getting the experience. I mean, people, people know he's a rookie, but he there's no telling how many hundreds of runs he makes uh, in a simulator, which is great, but he, he's uh, just practicing uh, but it, it, I think it goes along with your whole lifestyle. I mean, it's just to be honest, be honest with yourself. And, uh, that's, that's kind of how I made a big, big change in my life a few years back. So, uh, that seems to work out. And, uh, I was, I was lucky enough to be, uh, blessed to to win some races before, but now since I've tried to straighten up, that my, uh, your life's better and you think clearer, but, uh, just, just to be honest. And, uh, so don't you don't have to don't have to put on the front for anybody. Just go out and have fun. That's great advice. So one thing we like to ask on this show, since technically it's it our
1: Christmas show, now that you've got this championship, what you gonna ask for for Christmas?
5: <laughs> you know, I, I get that from, from uh, my uh fiance Randy and then my mom, my kids, I want what do you want <laughs> for Christmas? You know, there's nothing material that I want. But uh it, it's great. I'm uh, getting ready to go up to the PRI show Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to speak at the Division 3 banquet because I'm a Division 3 racer. So
3: yeah.
5: uh, just to meet these people and all the sportsman people and, and everybody that has, they really supported us and it got so strong throughout the year, which is really cool because I mean, I'm not saying that we, we're bringing post-stock back, thing life to it, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, sportsman guys more interested now since we raced. And same way with Drew and We both came from stock, super stock. And we know absolutely everybody that shows up here to race,
3: mm-hmm. but
5: uh, just for for all those people to to know that I appreciate them and, and thank them very much. And uh but for for a Christmas gift, you can't beat it. And it's still not Uh <laughs> but it's just 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 to be able to have a chance to do it again, maybe.
3: Well, that's awesome. Well, we're definitely going to pick you as a favorite for next year,
5: and hopefully, we'll pull off another one because you know you were great, right? So. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that would be great. Then every now and then we can let Jason win one. Boy, today's show was packed.
1: That's right. I mean, who who thought I'd be able to get all three championship drivers on behind the wheel? I'm so excited.
0: I did. <laughs> I have full faith in you.
1: Hey, right there at the holiday season too. Yes. Myself just a little bit of a panel right here. Speaking of speaking of
0: from everybody here behind the wheel, we want to wish you a safe and happy <laughs> holiday. Merry Christmas. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas?
1: Honestly, probably just hanging out with the family. Got to mm-hmm. pick out our Christmas tree this weekend, and I've got two puppies at home. Everybody pray that my two puppies don't decide to destroy their first Eat the Christmas tree. tree. Yes. Yes.
0: What do you want for Christmas? What are you getting?
1: Honestly, I just want my family to be healthy. Um, I wish I could get the one thing that we really would like to have for Christmas, and that's my brother to be able to come home from Puerto Rico. He's mm-hmm. there helping people get their power get the back. Clean up. Yep. Um, Which he, a
0: lot of people don't understand. That's still right, going. That is on. still going yeah.
1: on. There's a lot of the power grid they are rebuilding. He sent us some pictures. Uh, this weekend from Puerto Rico, there are still trees down there. There are still roofs with tarps on. So you know, if you have a chance to give back to people this holiday season, don't hesitate. Because honestly, those people still need it. I mean, there's actually a chef there now who is still cooking meals for people who have no electricity. So, wow. and they haven't had it for months. Could you imagine going through the holidays with no electricity with all the lights around here? And you got
0: to remember <laughs> that's been that's been a couple of months now. Yes. Yes. So that's, yeah, if you get a chance, please support that. Well, that's, yes. that, that's okay. That's good. No, That'll be a good Christmas. He's coming home right before
1: the holiday, so he's going to come home for my dad's birthday. So I'm really glad about that. Okay. But, um, you know, honestly, I just want everybody to be healthy and happy this year. Um, you know, I want to see everybody in my family just be happy and us get to spend time together. I really, I've got too much stuff as it is. I don't need any more junk. Right. <laughs> but you can
0: always use more racing
1: that's right always
0: so we want to thank you guys for listening to behind the wheel on racingjunk.com and we hope you have a safe and wonderful holiday happy merry christmas whatever you celebrate look i don't care i just hope it's good for you
1: let's just hope chris doesn't drink too much under, uh, eggnog and stuff on let's country. just
0: hope i don't get found <laughs> sans clothing again running through one of our downtowns <laughs> Doing my Christmas carols. Let's oh, just no. you know, are you
1: going to call me singing? Then I'm going to have to find you somewhere. Yes, oh, no. yeah,
0: you know, they're they fish. They'll, they'll, they'll have to fish old Tater out of another fountain again this Christmas. <laughs> Let's just hope that don't happen. Anyway, we also want to thank our NHRA Championship guests for taking the time out of their busy schedules to tell us about how they pulled off their championships. Top Gun, Brittany, Bo, they were they were fantastic. Incredible. We wish them the best. And if you have a guest that you'd like to see featured, be sure to hit us up on Facebook at Racing Junk Fan or on Twitter at Racing Junk. Each month, as you know, we're going to try to bring you the the behind-the-scenes insight on the sport that we all love right here, racing, because behind the wheel, that's where we want you to see it. So have a safe and fun holiday, and we'll catch you in January.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.